Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Southeast Wisconsin has some of the best high school and college athletes in the country. How did they get their start? Where did they begin their journey? It's time to talk about some of the best youth sports programs in the area. 10% This is the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands? Let's turn it over to the fans' high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome into the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan, we are brought to you by Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands? I, I think I'm in good hands. I'm talking about a sport that I know nothing about. And I'll tell you how this happened. I was at my brother-in-law, Eddie's, uh, at Ashenden's birthday party. And uh, he's part of the Wisconsin club. And I sit next to a guy here, Jeff Soley. Um, he is uh, part of the Wisconsin club and, and he started here a while back and, and I'm a sports guy and he's not, and he, uh, he didn't show up for work a few days. I thought he was sick. So he came in, I said, uh, you feeling better? And he was like, uh, I don't want to talk about it. And I said, no, you're obviously you're out sick. Are you feeling better? He said, I don't want to talk about it cause you're going to make fun of me. I said, me, I would never come on. I would never do that. He said, I tried something athletic and it didn't work out. I said, what happened? He said, I went curling, and I started to laugh. And he said, and I was on the ice for about three minutes. And the first time I attempted it, I went up, fell back, hit my head, and woke up in an ambulance. And now I've had a little bit of fun with it to him, but talking to other people, um, they said, look, that were there, they said it was pretty scary. He had it pretty good. And someone said he cracked the ice. I don't believe that, but he may have. And so I'm at my, my, my brother-in-law's party, and I sit next to a woman named Chris, and I say, hey, you know anything about curling? She goes, are you kidding me? I know everything about curling. Asked her about the event, about Jeff hitting his head, and she said, oh, I was there. I was there. It was scary. He hit it pretty good. And I, I said, well, did you guys do anything with youth and curling? And she goes, yeah, we do a lot. And I said, come on my show, and let's talk about it, because I don't know much about it. And joining me in studio from the Milwaukee Curling Club, Jay Packard and Brian McGillis and Chris Korgenic. Korgenic. I said it right on the promos. Korgenic. I got it. Chris Korgenic. Chris, it's good to see you again. How you been? Fantastic. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for setting this up. Mm-hmm. You know, you you uh, you reached out and and you know I've done enough research now with the Milwaukee Curling Club. It's MilwaukeeCurlingClub.com, by the way. And they're located out in Cedarburg. Can we talk about that? Milwaukee Curling Club used to be in Milwaukee, correct? Yes. And and now the 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 location is out in in Cedarburg. Yes, we've graduated from Riverside Park off Locust to Ozaukee Country Club for about forty years, and now we're in Cedarburg. We've been there. This will be our seventh season. How long have you been? And are you Brian or Jay? By the way, I'm Jay Packard. Thank you very much. How long have you been curling? I've been curling thirty six years. So a long time. So you started this. You started curling when you were young, and 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 fell in love with it. Yes, I started at our at our club, the Milwaukee Curling Club, when we were at Ozaki Country Club in our junior program. 
back then we started uh, when we were when I was in sixth grade. And we're going to talk about the junior program and the little rocker curling program. We're going to talk about it as well. Um, but Brian, how about you? How long have you been doing this? I've been curling about six years now. Uh, so at 36 years old, I've only been doing this since I was 30. So a little bit different sure. from what you'll see. Did you know when you first started doing this um, that this is something that, that you were going to enjoy and continue to do? You know, I was asked by a friend to come out and just give it a try. And the Milwaukee Curling Club has a number of different learn-to-curl sessions, and that's how I got involved. So I came out, and, yeah, kind of that first time you did it, you want to stay athletic. You want to do different things. Right. And, and as you get older, basketball, baseball becomes a little bit tougher to do. Curling is something you can do till you're – some of our oldest members are in their late 80s, early 90s. Well, guys, i got to tell you something. I, I, I do a segment for a TV show called Around the Corner with John McGivern, and we went up um, – we went up to an area and, and Portage, um, I think Portage, yes, and I did it on curling. It was it was like a week after Jeff went down, and he said, "Look, you be careful." And I started, I was like, "Come on, curling!" And say, "He can't. He don't have to be that athletic." And then I started watching these high school kids stretch and get ready, and I was very careful out on the ice. And all I did was interview a couple coaches, but then I sat and watched. You you've got to be really flexible. And there, there are some things that I learned about curling as I sat and watched that I don't make fun of curling anymore. I think, look, I'm a basketball coach. I played football, basketball, baseball. That was That's my core. That's who I am kind of stuff. But this was, this was these kids were pretty athletic and very flexible. Chris, how long have you been doing it? This is only my third year. And you really fell in love with it. I did. I did. I have friends who are uh, golfers that I play with, and I was looking for something to do during the winter because we haven't had enough snow to cross-country ski or snowshoe or anything like that. So I was just looking for something to pass the winter. And so did you know quickly, like the first time that this is, ooh, this, I like this. Yeah, I, I fell in love with it immediately, and now I'm curling uh, at any given time, you know, three, four nights a week and several weekends doing bonspiels. Is it more, did it start out more as a social event for you? Yes. And and it turned into something that you realized that you want, you're, you're a competitive person, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Because you're into a lot of different sports. Yep. Um, and is this more an individual thing for you? Or is it a team sport? Tell me about how you're utilizing curling. It's a team sport. It's actually very much like a foursome in golf because when you curl, you're curling with three other people. So right. you have four people on the ice on your team. And it's really, it's a team sport. And the social aspect is amazing because when you come off of the ice, you're expected to sit down with your foursome and the other team that you play against and socialize and, and talk and drink and we we eat and drink an awful lot hey jay when when you're um when you're curling are you better at one aspect of it than others so i watched some of this curling um that that i've seen it's uh the the men's world cup i think had been on and there are some guys that are really good are they called sweepers yes some guys are really good at that other guys are and the people you're watching are at a whole different level obviously um but then what what is it called when you're the guy that's that's taking um what is it the stone delivering the stone, the stone. yeah i knew that yeah. you know what the stone delivering the stone do you are you better at that or are you better at sweeping for you personally what's the best part of curling that in your game so i'm uh most of the time i play skip 
so my str- my strengths right now are strategy and clutch shot delivery. That's what skips are there for. Okay. I used to be a better sweeper than I am now, but there is quite a bit of specialization, and the good sweepers are significantly better than I will ever be at sweeping. And and w- so to be a good sweeper, you have to know and do what? Be a good sweeper, you need to know how fast that rock is going almost instantly, how far the rock is going to travel. And then you need to be you need to be able to communicate with the other sweeper because there's two of you. Right. All right. So you need to form a good mix of sweeping. Uh, in other words, a good teamwork with your other sweeper. And then you need to be able to listen to both the person that just let go of the rock, the deliverer, right, and the skip, the person at the far end, because they're the the two other members of the team that aren't walking with the rock sweeping it are going to communicate and tell you does it need sweeping? Because you don't have time to take to to look back and see where. I mean, if you're sweeping, you're you're concentrating on on getting that that stone where you want it, correct? Right. And there are times that sweepers don't do a lot. Yes. Right. When if if this guy who is delivering the stone is really good at what he does, sometimes there's not a lot to do. Are you trying to speed it up, slow it down, trying to turn it? What what? All of those. You All of don't. It. You can't really speed it up, but you reduce the friction between the rock and the ice, so you make it go further. And a really well thrown curling stone will need some sweeping. Hey Brian, have you have you gone to different houses? Have you have you curled at different places? I I have yeah. So we participate in what are called bond spiels. They're kind of like tournaments. Okay. And so different clubs host bond spiels at their particular club. So in Milwaukee, at the Milwaukee Curling Club, we'll take four guys or maybe eight guys, and we'll go to Wausau to Green Bay to Stevens Point and play against and out of state and play against other curlers from other clubs. So is ice at different houses different? Than the ice at, at absolutely, yours? absolutely, really, yeah, yeah. And and our club is known for it's very good ice. Our ice is a little bit faster. I'm sitting next to the guy who actually prepares and takes care of the ice, so I have to say that Jay does that absolutely, yeah, and he's one of the best. So let me go to you, Jay. Do, um, is your reputation out there? As you guys have really good ice, we do. So do you go and you've gone other places, obviously, to compete? Do you know good ice when you see it? Yes. And um, so our club, it's only seven years old. So we have the latest, pretty much the latest and greatest technology, the best rocks, the best water, the best compressing equipment. So with that, um, I'm, I have all the tools to make, you know, pretty much the, some of the best ice you can find. And how many lanes do you guys have? Are they five. called lanes? Uh, sheets, sheets. Five sheets of ice. We can play five games at once. So 20 people on, 20 people on one side, 20 on the other can, get, can do it all at the if you have seven o'clock match or tournament or there's forty people out there, yes. Boy. Fun. Right? A lot going on. A lot going on. The the young people that you guys brought in, are they all part of the youth program? They are. Good. We're gonna talk to a couple of them. We'll talk to all of them during the show. Because I want to find out what you know what they think. But I wanted to set it up this first segment because I look at the basic questions that a guy like me has who's never done this. You know, I talked about it and I watched it, but I've never done it. Um, Chris, the, the toughest part about curling for you is what? And, and to, to, what is it? Learning the strategy. What, how much better are you now than, were you, than you were three years ago? Um, I think it depends on how much you play, and I've played enough to get better. Um, but it, it, the strategy is so difficult to learn. Like Jay had mentioned, Jay is a fabulous skip, and it takes – 
probably a good eight to 10 years to learn how to skip. And once you actually start skipping and trying it, it's really, really difficult. It is. Yeah, it's difficult to call the shots and what figure was, out who you're playing with. What was the easiest part for you to learn? Uh, learning how to slide out because I am flexible and I am athletic. Um, so sliding out to me was what came very easy, but to other people who aren't as athletic, it's not as easy as it looks. So was. sliding out is to delivering the stone, correct? Right. Look at me. For one segment. I'm you can do it. I'm an Really? We're going to see you how to learn to curl with the rest of the McGiverns. Yeah, if, uh, if you guys would allow me to join the Little Rockers. I, I'd be the biggest boy at the Little Rockers Club, but I would certainly, that's about the only time. And if I do fall, you can never tell Jeff Soley that mm-hmm. I did it. Uh, I, your secret's good with it me. It would totally be my secret because we can't do that. Um, we're going to continue talking about the Milwaukee Curling Club. Um, Chris Korjanic, along with Brian McGillis, Jay Packard from the Milwaukee Curling Club are here. MilwaukeeCurlingClub.com. And their phone number, let me give that phone number. If you have any questions, 262-375-1822. 262-375-1822. Kids don't have to be from the Cedarburg area. You want kids from all over to join this, correct? We do. MilwaukeeCurlingClub.com. We'll, get to, we'll continue to talk to these guys. I want to talk about the youth side of this because this is the youth sports show. But I wanted to just set the foundation for delivering the stone and, and sliding out and all those terms that... I had no idea what they meant, but I do now. And we'll continue with these guys on the other side of the break. This is the U Sports Show. As always, brought to you by friends at Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands? On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. None of you guys have any rhythm at all. <laughs> Welcome back to the U Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance. Add to that song, and nobody has got any rhythm. These are the guys from the Milwaukee Curly Club. They can curl, but man, do not go to a disco there. I can tell you that right now. Chris Corjetic, Brian McGillis, and Jay Packard again, Milwaukee Curling Club. Go to their Facebook page, Milwaukee Curling Club, or MilwaukeeCurlingClub.com is where you want to go. They're located out in Cedarburg, but they. Certainly, um, they encourage kids and people and, and adults. Look, Chris has did not start uh, at an early age to, to do this. Brian did not start. Well, thirties early to me, but sure. not not like what some of the kids that we're going to talk to in the third segment. These are young people that are involved in this, and we're going to get their their take on 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 this whole program. The junior and little rocker curling programs. Um, Jay, they are uh, important to, to Milwaukee Curling Club because of what? Um, well, in addition to getting our kids out there, they, uh, they're a funnel for some of our current best members. Um, our current president was a junior curler, not at our club, but has curled her whole life. And so a lot of our, uh, a lot of our critical members have been curling their whole lives. And so when you get a chance to start kids at an early age, what is, what is the mission statement yeah, what you're doing with these kids? Are you are you trying to get them to to fall in love with the sport so they play for a long time? Are you looking to get these kids competitive to play in, in the tournaments that you guys do? Um, what's kind of the mission statement behind this? You can go a lot of different directions with junior curling. There are we have some kids that we just want to kind of you know just 
get them on the ice, right? Get them on the ice in the wintertime before all of their other sports take over and they can do other things. And so then when they get to adulthood and post-college, like 30, like young Brian here, they can come to the sport. And maybe they don't have to find us. They just know about curling. Hey, um, so g- give me the age, um, Chris, if you can, for, for junior curling. And then we had talked at, at my brother-in-law's party about the Little Rockers. And, and so let's talk about the age of some of the kids that you get started um, in the sport of curling. Junior curlers, I guess, are uh, grades 6 through 12. Little rockers, I'm not sure how young they are. We're a little bit younger, yeah. So we used to have kindergartners out on the ice, but that was a little bit of a, a, little bit of a problem keeping their attention. So we start them usually about first grade right now. So first to fifth graders are the groups that I coach. We do that on Sundays. It's usually every other Sunday in the wintertime. And they don't have to be, or their parents don't have to be a member of the club to be involved in curling. And just like any sport, the more things you do, the better you're going to be as a human being, as an athlete. So it's not just football, baseball, basketball. It's trying to get them to get out of their comfort zone right. and do something different. You know, what's interesting for me when I was up in Portage and I was talking to some of the parents as they were watching their kids compete at the high school level. And I talked to a, one mom from one high school, and I talked to a dad from another. Neither one of them had ever done this sport. They've never curled. And their kids came home one day and said, hey, I want to try out for this curling team. And the dad said, I didn't even know what that was. And he said, so I said to my daughter, okay, go ahead. Well, then after I started coming to watch her, I, I was very interested in it because I thought, well, this is something her and I could do together if I tried it. And he went out and tried it. He fell in love with it. And now they go out and do this together. And they talk about strategy. And he was kind of vocal, actually. He was kind of like vocal and yelling. I didn't think I'd see any parents, uh, you know, being vocal at something like this. But they were. And they were excited for their kids and cheering. And people were filming it. And it was really interesting. When Jay, when, when you get kids to start in the junior program, or even better, that little rocker curling program, um, do you see that kids either really take to this or don't? And, and the reason for the question, soccer does great with real little kids, but as they get older, it really starts, numbers start to dwindle because kids realize they either really like it or they don't, and they're going to stop doing it, and there's a lot of options for kids. So I'm wondering, do you see at an early age, especially with these little rocker curling programs, that you'll find that you'll know pretty quickly how many of these kids are going to continue as they get older? Yes, and with curling, there's, you know, the the levels of curling. You can just start throwing rocks, and then you get into the sweeping, and then you subsequently get into the strategy. So you your curling game can grow uh, each year, each week you play. So you watch the kids and they're just starting to slide and they're getting their balance and pretty soon they're sweeping and then they start to ask questions about strategy. And so when you hear that question about strategy, you kind of realize that, hey, there's a light that's gone on right? and it, they're it, interested. Hey, guys, is that the, is that the progression where you're going to throw, you're going to um, deliver the stone and throw the rock and then you get to sweep? So is that kind of the progression you learn first how to deliver the stone? Yes. Um, that's what we teach first in the classes, in our Learn to Curl classes. And that's really what, you know, what people are there to do is the, is the throwing, the delivery, right? Watch this rock slide down the ice, watch it curl. 
But then, you know, when you add the aspects of the game, it's now we're going to put some sweeping into it, and now we're going to tell you why we're throwing the rock a certain way. Hey, Chris, I so when I was up there, um, I didn't realize, first of all, how heavy those things were. So when you start these kids at early ages, obviously you are starting them with something quite a bit smaller than, than the rock that I saw these high school age kids use? Yep, they have a lighter rock, and they also curl on a shorter sheet than what we curl on. Really? So it's shorter, and you have that availability at, at your club? We do. So what is the what is the normal length of for adults? If you were going to come and be in one of the tournaments that you guys run, um, what is the name of the tournament? Bond, Bondsville? You Bondsville. Huh? You nailed look at it. that. Yeah. Hey, look at me. I'm a curling expert. <laughs> um, when so what's what's the normal length of the ice? About 150 feet. 150 feet. And when you have these kids come in for juniors or for the the, the little rocker, what what do you guys have it at? About a 70 foot house. Okay. So and you're able to change that out for? Well, we freeze the houses underneath the ice, so that house is frozen under the ice all all year long for them. And so when you look at one of, or two of our sheets. There are houses, which okay. are the targets you slide them to, yep. halfway down, ah, and that's where the little little rockers play. How often do you have to go and work on the ice? Do Every you, day. Every day you're there? Every day, yeah. Really? Man, that's good stuff. Well, uh, who knows about cost involved with this stuff? Do you guys all know that? So if we can, what's the cost for these kids? Sure. So for the kids, there's usually between 10 and 14 sessions over a winter time. And the, the cost per kid is $75. Now, what that includes is, you know, not just the hour and a half or two hours on the ice, but then the snacks and some of the drinks afterwards. $75 so, total? Total, yeah. So what we do is is we're really trying to not discourage people from making cost the reason their kids aren't out there. Our junior and our Little Rockers program, we had upwards of 40 kids. And I know Jay had a good amount of kids in his junior program as well. And a lot of that's because yeah, the cost isn't prohibitive. Does, does the price go up for the junior program? No. Um, and the time, we also, you know, so Brian mentioned they'll do about an hour or so on the ice. But then, as Chris mentioned earlier, the off-ice activity is just as important. So the kids get done with the ice, and they're expected to sit at the tables and talk or look at their phones. Both are accepted. Yeah, well, look, I know I coach high school basketball. They were looking at their phones. Or maybe they're sitting at the table texting each other, which is just a, just makes me laugh when I know these boys that are sitting on the couch will, will let us know about that. That's really reasonable. It is. The t- it is. 10 to 14 sessions for $75 total. And you're going to be getting a chance to to learn a new sport. I that's about as is as inexpensive as one that we've had on this show so far. So keep up the good work with that. How look? It's got to be that that if you're going to open up the house and people are going to come in, there's costs involved to being able to do that. You've got to have employees there, right? You've got to have people working. Um, do you have sponsors that pick up the additional cost for these kids? Uh, no, this is mainly a volunteers. So, you know, a lot of the parents or other curlers will come out and help do the teaching. And so while it's, you know, it's not super expensive, it's also a good pipeline for some of our future members. They right. give back. Jay, the, the mission statement, and, and, and I kind of ended the last segment about, about this, the mission statement for the Milwaukee Curling Club for these kids is what? Um, I suppose we need one. But if anything, it would say to teach them a, teach them a sport 
you know, when they're young that they can play for the rest of their lives. You know what? There it is. I mean, that's that's kind of it. And if you add in the social side of it, because you guys are saying, look, that's a big part of this. The kids are you're keeping them out of trouble, right? They're doing something that they enjoy, and you're, you're teaching them a sport that they might be able to play for the rest of their life. You had talked about the the, the old some of the older people that are still curling. Yes, are they in their sixties, seventies? So we have some members. A lot of the members are between ages forty and sixty years old. But we do have some members, some emeritus status members that uh, are in their late eighties. Um, we had a member who just retired last year who was 91 years old. Really? So y- you can deliver it, you can get down in what they call the hack, and you can push out and deliver the stone. But we also have their special sticks that can be attached to the stone. So if someone has a knee issue or a hip issue, that doesn't have to stop them from curling. Right. We can still get them out on the ice, and usually their balance is going to be a lot better than someone who's only what, been doing it five or six you years. Called, you said the hack. What is that? So that's where you go down, where you grab the rock, and you need something to push off of because you're on ice. All right. So you put your feet or one of your feet into what's called the hack to push out and to slide out. So that's, that's the hack. Chris, you didn't know what the hack was three years ago. I did so not. you don't be rolling your eyes at me because I don't know what the hack is. <laughs> three and a half years ago, you would have been asking all the same questions that I'm that I'm uh, asking. Hey, last question before we get to a break. What is a good look? We we talk about having multi sport athletes, right? What what is a good crossover for for this? You know, when in in football, you see a lot of guys that wrestle. They like that physicality of it. With basketball, you see a lot of soccer players because they like to move their feet. Is there a good crossover with curling? I would say bowling. Bowling. Yeah, because it's it's sort of a similar motion when you're when you're throwing a bowling ball, sort of going down to the lane, the release. Um, you don't flick your wrist as much in curling as you do in bowling, but you're also throwing to a target, which you are right. in bowling. Well done. Hey, other side of the break, we've got three young men sitting on the couch. I'm going to kick these guys out. I'm going to bring these guys in to see what. Uh, what about curling that they enjoy? It is a youth program, so I want to talk to these kids about their experiences with the Milwaukee Curling Club. Go to their website, milwaukeecurlingclub.com. Located in Cedarburg, but they, they're inviting anybody from this area, southeast Wisconsin, to come see them to enjoy uh, this sport with them. And if you want to learn about it, whether you're a little rocker or a junior or you know, you're my age, and you don't need to know how old I am. i got four grandsons. How's that? Um, you can go out, and these guys will teach you. According to Chris, she's going to see me out there. The other part, before you go to a break, there's four high schools that come in to you guys for, for gym classes, correct? Who, who comes in? So Cedarburg, Grafton, Homestead, and Living Word, Living Word and Jackson. Really? All bring their phi ed classes um, to, our, to our facility. There's other facilities in southeastern Wisconsin, but those four come to our school. And Marquette, um, Marquette University has a curling intramurals? That they does? do, Friday afternoons. Man, you guys are busy. We are. It's good stuff. This is the U Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands? Got to find out. Allstate Insurance. In fact, next uh, next week, U Sports Show, we're going to have uh, Oconomowoc Baseball Club coming in. And Allstate Insurance, from that, Allstate Insurance agent from that area is going to come in and talk a little bit about sponsoring this show. And, and I thank them so much. We can't do this kind of stuff without really good partners in Allstate Insurance. Been a great partner for me and for this U Sports Show. This is the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. You're as cold as ice. 
Well done with that. Nice job. Good music there, Nick. Welcome back to the U Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. We're talking Milwaukee Curling. Go to the MilwaukeeCurlingClub.com. I want to welcome in my sister, Colleen, listening today. If Eddie Ashenden will curl, I'll curl. He ain't curling. Chris said maybe he will. He won't. But if he does, he all he's got to do is get through it once, and then maybe I'll come out. We're now joined by three young people that are curlers. Jack, Campbell, and Colin. Jack, how old are you? I'm 12 years old. It's nice to meet you, Jack. Nice to meet you, too, man. How long have you been curling? Just about maybe five or four or five years. Yeah? So you started at like seven, something like that. Do you remember when you first started? Was it something that you thought, man, I kind of like this? Yeah, I guess I kind of liked it at first, but I kept getting better, and then I really love it now. You do. So. What, what, um, what part of the game are you, the, are you better at? Are you, are you good at delivering the stone, at sweeping, at skipping? What, what part is the best part of Jack's game? I'm kind of good all around. Good. But I do love, I'm pretty good at throwing the stone and skipping. Okay. Excellent. Campbell, how old are you? 14. 14. It's nice to meet you. What'd you do to the leg? It's not a curling injury, is it? No. What'd you do? Biking accident. Yeah. Did you do something the bike you weren't supposed to do? It wasn't your fault or it was your fault? It was my fault. It was your fault. We'll stop it right there, Campbell. Um, how long have you been curling? Nine years. Nine years. And a similar question that I asked to Jack, did you know early on it was something that, that you really enjoyed? Uh, well, my parents made me do it, so yeah. I had to make it myself yeah. enjoy it. And now you enjoy it. Yeah. You know, we're smart sometimes as parents. We're smart. You know what? We can make our kids do something that, that we think they're going to end up really liking, and, and they do. What's the best part of curling is your game? I like sweeping. You do? Interesting. Colin, how old are you? Uh, I'm uh, 17. I 17, I and you go to where? You go to what school? I go to I go to Homestead. You're you're one of the Highlanders. Correct. Right. Um, how long have you been curling? Well, um, 11 a, maybe. Wow. So you guys all started in in this little rocker curling program, kind of, right? Yeah, that's correct. Does Does Homestead High School? Do you guys have a high school team? We don't have a high school team, but the the program at the high school, I mean, it exists, yes. Yeah, are you gym part classes. of that program and stuff? Well, I guess in gym classes, so you get a chance to go. Did, do you find that curling is a, a good social event for you? Um, yeah, you get to talk to a lot of different people who come from a lot of different backgrounds, especially if you're, I mean, if you play in the older adult leagues, you get, right. to, know, you get to know a lot of people and you get to and there learn any, a lot about them. Any but, pretty high school girls that do this? No. Yeah, there is too. Not, not you should go to Portage. There were some cute. I'm telling you, their high school team was, yeah, yeah. the girls' program was really good up there. <laughs> it was really good. I was told my son went to Calvary Baptist in Menominee Falls High School, small high school, 67, 68 kids total in the whole school. One of his teachers was a guy named Mr. Daisy, and he was the World Cup curling coach for for the women's side of it. And he said Portage is like the epicenter of curling in the state of Wisconsin. Do you know on the girls' high school team, they had a, a varsity, a JV, and then probably 15 girls that didn't make the squad for that match. They were all over the place. And I thought, man, if I was a high school boy, this would be a great place for me to be at, but not so much for, for you, right? Not, not that social side of it. Yeah. Um, it's tough. Um, do, do you play other sports? I play uh, soccer, and I like to ski. Okay, so you're busy. Yeah. What about curling caught your attention? 
Um, it's fun in the fact that if you're good at it, it's it's an adre- you almost get an adrenaline rush when you make good shots. Right. It's not easy at all. So when you make those tough shots, it's like you're you're really proud of yourself, and it's like. You know, you're just you get so happy about it, Colin. You know what's interesting is guys like me who watch it on TV, and you're watching the World Cup to the best of the best, the Olympics. They make it look easy. Oh, it's they make it look incredibly easy. It's it's coming from me who's been killing for my almost my entire life. It's it's extremely difficult. So those guys that you're walking down the hallway at Homestead that know you're a curling, and they're like, man, whatever. And when you say, why don't you come try it? And they go try it, and, and and the first couple of times you do it, it's it really is difficult. No, it's it's it's, it's incredibly difficult. Campbell, how many guys and, and 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 kids your age? First of all, in your school, did did you curl with other kids from the school? Uh, there were a couple. A couple, um, but you get a chance to meet kids from all areas in in this thing. The, the social side of it important to you as well? Uh. Probably not as much. I don't like talking to people as much. Well, you're doing good on the radio here, Campbell. You're doing well, so I appreciate that. Jack, how about you? Social side of it, you like going there and, and seeing some of the people that that, uh, that you see? Yeah, I make a lot of friends there. Like, I guess I meet a lot of people from Cedarburg, Port, from the area. Right. That's important. Do you do you guys, when you play, have you done tournaments, Jack? No, not yet, but no. I'll probably get into that. Colin, you've done tournaments? Uh, yeah, I've done a couple of tournaments. I do um, tournaments within the club that are like club only, and then I've done a couple of juniors, but I've kind of moved past the junior side because, yeah, getting age wise, yeah. right? Do you pick your team for that, or does the club pick your team? Uh, no, we pick our team. So, um, uh, there's two uh, inner club bond spiels. One's right. the fall mixed, and one's the spring mixed. So, um, Campbell and I and Jay will all play as a team with uh, Grandma and uh, Mom. Really? So yeah. So. To, it's yeah. a family affair. How Bingo. fun is that? It's that, a lot of fun. When when you pick your now that wouldn't you wouldn't say okay look I'm I'm really good at this part so I want to get two good sweepers and when when you're having an event like that you're just you're just picking uh, family members and having fun with it you're yeah. not going to win the thing are you? I, yes and no. Of course I'm trying to win it but at the same time if I wanted to develop on a competitive team I would not pick my grandma. No hey don't Sorry, be rude. Grandma. So what's her first name? Sarah. Is she listening you think? Maybe. I hope so Sarah he didn't mean that. <laughs> Sarah he he told me off the air you're one of the better curlers. <laughs> no he didn't tell me any of that stuff. Um so Campbell you guys you're on the same team together? Yeah. So when when you and Colin, if you guys were to pick, say, look, we're going to go out and try to win this thing now, and so we're going to pick different different people, um, would you sit down and say, okay, look, I, I love to sweep, and I'm pretty good at it. And, Colin, you're really good at throwing the stone? Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm pretty all-around. Yeah. Um, I like do, sweeping. Do you I like, like skip. I skip mostly, but I like sweeping. All right, so you got to skip, and you got one sweep. So w- would you look at, in, in, the, um, in the club, look, as a basketball coach, if I'm putting together a basketball um, team to, to play in a tournament, if I've got a really good point guard, now I'm going to look for you know a, a two guard and a couple of bigs and stuff like that. Would would you guys do that when you're trying to uh, put a tournament team together, or is this just not a real competitive thing like that? No, it is. It's pretty competitive, but it's difficult to find teams because the the player base is very spread out. So. Right. I know a couple of my a couple older friends who I you know have gone to college, but used to grow. I mean, they've had teammates from Eau Claire, St. Paul, and then Milwaukee and Waukesha, uh, 
Wauwatosa. Sure. It's like you don't. It's awfully rare to have a team that's all from one club. That's yeah, very successful. That's interesting. Is there is there opportunities to curl in college? Um, yes, hey. I mean Marquette is intramural. Right. I mean, if you go, if you're good enough, I know um, one uh, one uh, college um, one uh, person who goes to Marquette. He played for the runner up of the. United States national team. Okay, so uh, there's there's ways to grow yes. in in this sport. Yes, you're, you're what uh, you're going to be a senior at Homestead. I'm going to be a senior at Homestead. Do, do you have Do you know what your grades are good? Yeah. Yeah. What What am I thinking? What are you looking at? Three point oh, three five, three five. Good for you. Um, do you know what you're going to do the following year? Do you have an idea? You're uh, going to college. Madison would be fun. Yeah. Um, Minnesota. Do you think wherever you go, you'll continue to curl when you can? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'm going to the first year and see how you know right. how busy I am, but if I can, I would. But oh, you'll be busy. Yeah, yeah, no. and there'll be a lot of social things for yeah. you to do. You, you watch that. Hey, Jack, you interested in in in, in getting teams as you get a little older to be in tournaments and stuff? Do you, Prob- probably. Yeah? yeah. Yeah. Do you get other kids, friends of yours in the neighborhood, friends from school? Do you get them interested in coming to the Milwaukee Curling Club? No, they really don't get interested, but I kind of tell them about it and see if they'll get interested in it. Do you find that once they come and try it that they normally will come back? Probably. A lot of people, when they try curling, will usually come back, but there's some people that maybe won't like it and they'll try something else. How many times a week do you do you go to the Milwaukee Curling Club? Every other week, okay. usually. So twice two, twice a month you're, you're on the ice? Campbell, how about you? Uh... Depends at least once a week, but depends how much my dad makes me help him with the ice. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, um, your dad's over there smiling because he look he uh, you're gonna thank him one day for all the hard work that he's put in for you to curl, and and there's so many lessons you're learning from this thing that one day you're gonna come because you're gonna be able to hear this this radio interview for a long time because it stays up on our podcast. But you're going to go to him one day and say, hey, look, I'm really happy you taught me this sport. I'm really happy you took the time and had the patience to to teach us. Boys, we've got to get to a break. I really appreciate this. Colin, thank you. Campbell, thank you. Jack, it's nice to meet you, young man. Mm-hmm. Where, where do you go to school? I go to SGL in Plymouth. Yeah, you're a good student? Mm-hmm. Campbell, good student? Yeah. Good enough? Yeah. Could you be better? Probably. Yeah, we're going to talk to your dad about that. <laughs> I, I, yeah, we're, I want a 3.8 this year, and then I'll have you back on the air. How's that? We're, right. This is the U Sports Show. Guys, thank you very much. This is the U Sports Show brought to you by Allstate Insurance on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. We are presented by Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands? Check out Allstate Insurance. We're talking Milwaukee Curling Club. And, uh, Jay, you were there when, when Jeff Soley took a took a fall. It was it was a bad one, huh? It was, yeah. It was uh, quite a crunch, and everyone kind of heart kind of sunk. Yeah, I need that. to stay, stop making fun of him on that, right? Uh yeah, it's not that funny. I mean, it's um, funny now, but it is it funny now, right? Yeah, I it's watch a riot. that show. I watch that show ridiculousness. You know, when the guys are all, yeah, I, I, it's a flaw in my personality. 
and I don't know why, but I find some of that stuff very funny. And, and I know he hit his head hard. And I know from talking to people that were there, it was a scary moment. So I'm glad he's fine. But you know what? Like you said, something good came came of that because we got a chance to have you guys in, highlight, promote, and celebrate the work you guys are doing. What I found out most about curling is a couple of things. One, it's, it is a social event, and you guys want it to be social. You know, I was in bowling leagues, and, and one of those was pretty social in, in probably a bad way back then. But it wasn't like we, you know, you get done bowling, and you'd get out of it. It would be a Tuesday night, and you'd get out of there, you know, as quick as you could. But this is, you want these kids, you want these adults to hang out a little bit. Is, is In the club, is there a restaurant? Can you have food? Is there? Can you have cocktails? Can you have sodas and stuff? Do you have all that available? Yeah, there's a there's a kitchen that everyone can use. There's soda on tap. We have a we we serve beer and people can bring in um, bring in what they like to drink. So it's kind of a bring your own, um, but we do have beer and soda and a kitchen to to cook up anything you want. Where where exactly is the Milwaukee Curling Club located? I, I have the address. It's it's uh, West 67 North 890 Washington Avenue in Cedarburg. If you know the Cedarburg area, where is that? So there's the kind of the traditional downtown Cedarburg. We're about a half mile north of there on the Ozaukee County Fairgrounds, but a half mile north of, you know, of downtown Cedarburg. Do you guys, um, are, are there, do you have tournaments and some of these tournaments, do people come from all over the state to compete in these? All over the country. All over the country. And from Canada. So we have three really? different, uh, three different annual bond spiels, curling tournaments, a women's, a mixed and a men's. And all three are very successful, a lot of fun, and they bring teams in from Ohio, Illinois, Minnesota, and and Ontario. Do you cap the Do you cap the number of teams that you can you can have yes. come in? And and do you have different age groups? You know, like Colin said, it's him and his grandmother, and so do, is it just whatever age you guys are going to compete all together into one tournament? For those bond spills, it's either men and women, just women, or just men. And we get ages, ages are all over. You know, when I asked Colin if there are any pretty high school girls doing this, he was like, uh, yeah, no. Uh, but this is a co-ed sport. Yeah. Obviously, Chris is here and she's, um, do you find that when you guys are doing the junior program and the little rocker program, are there a lot of girls that are involved? Yes. Yeah, it's about 50-50 boys and girls. It is. Do you find that more boys continue in the sport or more girls continue or is it? Is that 50-50 as well? That's 50-50. It just depends on the kid. Um, some some girls take to it. Some boys take to it. And it all depends if a bunch of girls get into it together and they are having a good time, they'll stick with it. Sort of like if your friends are doing it, you tend to stick with it yeah. a little longer. Hey, Chris, the next uh, team you put together for the next Bond Spiel, can I be part of your team? Absolutely. Yeah, there's no way. <laughs> I, maybe I could be the one who's in the back cheering or something like that. But If you can't throw a rock, your other requirement has to be that you can cook. Are you a good cook? Sure. All right, we can yeah. do that. Yeah, is there a grill? I'm pretty good there. Our commercial kitchen, as, as Jay mentioned, is, is fantastic. And when we have the Bond Spiels on the weekend... We make breakfast, lunch, and dinner for the entire weekend. It's really? It's really an operation. See, I could be involved in that. All Maybe volunteers. I could do my show from out there live or something. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not quite sure. What would I have to do? Talk to? I guess I could talk to different athletes. Look, I talked to Jack, right? Talk to Campbell. Campbell, I could continue to talk to Campbell. Is Campbell's like, I'm only doing this because my dad's making me, and you're his dad, right? I am. That's awesome. Yeah, he, he's, a, he, he's a good curler. He's very good. Yeah. Is it hard to get him there sometimes? Uh, yeah, you know, he drags his heels well. 
but um, once you kind of get him in motion, he's he's well, he's here today, you know, and it right. wasn't easy to get him here today, but. You know, what a bundle of joy he is to have around. He did, You know what? He did a great job on the year. He, he did. He did fine. When you go back and listen, you're going to go, you know what? He did good. Hey, are there certain dates that you guys open it up for juniors and, and the little rockers that you have to sign up? Or can you do this anytime? Or do you have specific, you know, we're going to do this, you know, these 10 weeks or whatever? Right. It's usually best to start looking in late August, early September is going to be the sign up if you go to MilwaukeeCurlingClub.com. You will see the sign-up for the Little Rockers program, which is up to those 5th graders, and then the 6th to 12th graders that work with Jay in the junior program. That's the time to start looking. Hey, Jay, do you get kids um, and in the junior program that have never curled before and want to come learn, or are most of the kids that are in the junior program the ones from the Little Rockers? We have both. Some people don't learn about us until, you know, the middle of July. Right. And some people will learn about us, you know, through their school. So... The first few weeks of both the Little Rockers and the junior curlers, the 6th through 12th graders, we spend just doing kind of just teaching. And then, you know, but people find us, whenever they find us, we'll take them, we'll teach them, and we'll get them going. Hey, Chris, when, when you started this three years ago, um, now that you look back, what was the, what's the, what was the most difficult part physically of the sport? Was it the sweeping was it the, the delivering the stone? What what was the most difficult part? Because delivering the stone, like you said, you're flexible, so that part was okay for you. But I would assume that a boy my age and size to be able to do that would be difficult. Was that physically the most difficult part? And were you sore after you did this the first time? I wasn't sore. I would say the most difficult part was um, learning your balance and learning the the weight of the rock, so how how hard to push the rock to get it to the house. Yeah, the um the shoe that you got to wear, right? This the Jeff said, well, it make sure you wear that shoe." Um, and I didn't have to because I wasn't doing anything other than standing on the ice. But there's that's the, is that the only equipment that is needed um, to be a curler? Yeah, the shoes are. The shoes are take you 80% of the way there. You might want to get your own brush at some point, but if you've got curling shoes, you're 80% of the way to being ready to go. And and you can utilize, you have the stones, right? Yes. So, so people don't have to buy their own. If they do have their own, are there some people that prefer to have their own? Not anymore. Every club now furnishes their own stones. Um, but 100 years ago, people would bring their own stones. You'd bring your everyone would have their two rocks. Boy, that would be hard to carry those things. How how heavy are those? About forty pounds. About forty pounds a piece. Yes. And so, yeah, that would be that would be hard. Brian, um, do you have a specific stone that you like when you go or not really. I the stones that we picked up about three or four years ago, and that's relatively new when it comes to curling stones. Most clubs, their stones are 30, 40, 50 years old just because they last that long. Yeah, they had in at Portage and the guy said, Look, we don't use these anymore, but these were what these were fifty years ago that we were using these and you could but the the technology, the difference now is is much different. So you don't use them, but we keep them so people know that we have them. And I think it's important to mention too for our little rockers and our youth curlers, they just need to show up and wear tennis shoes. We provide the sliders that they can put on the bottom of their feet. We provide the brooms. We provide everything. So if you're thinking, oh, I don't know if I should pick up shoes, no, just just, just show, show up, up, see if you like it. And and most of the kids that I teach in that fifth grade and younger. They don't have their own equipment. They just come and use ours. And if you don't like it, it's seventy five dollars. Right, right. You know that's a, you know that's a, for wrong. some families it's a drive through. Exactly. You know, 
Um, 10 to 14 weeks on this thing. Look, MilwaukeeCurlingClub.com is where you want to go. MilwaukeeCurlingClub.com, Southeast Wisconsin. Kids, I, I would highly recommend that you look at that website and, and give these guys a call or show up when they're open and just take a look at this sport. Um, the social side of it is big. You, you, there's a really good chance you're going to fall in love with this thing, MilwaukeeCurlingClub.com. Chris, thank you. It's good to see you again. Good to see you, too. You bet. Brian, Jay, thank you. It was a pleasure. Yep. Kids, uh, boys on the on the couch, thank you very much for coming in. This is the U Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.